You are tuned in to Studio22Live.tv, podcast episode number 42 with speaker and author Rodney Bonet. Studio 22 Live.tv podcast. Welcome to the 22 Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, impact, and empower lives across the world. Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv podcast. It is Friday morning, April 13th. So what? We ain't doing the Friday the 13th thing. Praise the Lord and thank you, Jesus. Okay, you don't like it, I don't care. (laughs) We ain't superstitious and we're not doing it no more. But I thank you guys for tuning in with us today. We have been having some great guests on the show. We got much more coming. I mean, the 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 requests are coming in i'm meeting with people i got so many great things lined up for you and we're just excited you guys are just continuing to support us don't forget to give us a call 610-466-5461 if you have any uh comments or suggestions if you want to be able to be a guest on the show or if you're looking to sponsor a show we are definitely seeking sponsors here's the lineup that we have coming up in the next three to four weeks three to four episodes episode number 43 44 45 46 for episode 43 we actually have dr shanika moore who's an author entrepreneur motivational speaker coming up next week and she has an incredible conference coming up on the 21st after that we have singer songwriter camille johnson coming back to the show after that we actually have author and poet mr chris Allen on the show then after that we have sweet friend Sean who is a poet she is a motivational speaker she's a radio show host and my friend she is a multi-talented phenomenal poet performer entertainer artist manager I mean she is just incredible anything in entertainment she has it on lockdown we got some great stuff but today's show we have a great friend of mine He is an author, a brand new author, who's also an entrepreneur, businessman, man of God, father. He's my little brother. I appreciate him, and I'm honored to actually have him on the show. His name is Rodney Benet. The name of his book is, If You've Hit Rock Bottom, Smile. You're Not Falling Anymore. We have him on the show today. He dropped some amazing nuggets about his story, about his upbringing, about his mindset, his philosophy, his experience. And a lot of the challenges that he has overcome where he has felt he has hit rock bottom. But guess what? He always kept a smile. He always had a great attitude and he always would turn things around. So you're going to hear his story. I can guarantee you once you hear his story, it will resonate with you. It will get down to the depths of your soul when you hear exactly what he went through. Because guess what? We all go through it, but we all don't get through it. So he's going to give you the secrets and the keys and the seven steps to be able to turn your situation around and it's going to tell you exactly how to do it so no matter if you are at rock bottom right now smile because you're not falling anymore so we have first time interview first time on the show but not the last time author speaker entrepreneur businessman man of god and my friend rodney benet coming up next on the steel 22 live.tv podcast (laughs) 
Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv Podcast. I am your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and I'm so glad you are back with us today. I got an incredible show for you, and it's really special to me because I have my special guest who's on the line uh, right now. I got him on hold, but I can put him on hold because I've, I've been knowing him so long. And the reason why is because when I let him loose, you guys are going to get definitely blessed that we have a great friendship and he has such a great talent. He's an author. He's also an entrepreneur. He's a man of God. He's a father and he's a great, great friend. He goes by the name of Rodney Benet. He has a brand new book. And let me tell you, when I saw the title of this book, it not only blew me away, but I felt it. It resonated with me. The title of his book is called When You've Hit Rock bottom smile you're not falling anymore let me tell you a little bit about my friend and my brother Rodney Benet Rodney was born and raised in Boston Massachusetts graduated with a dual degree in business administration and criminal justice he has an amazing heart for people and their betterment and he uses his story of his life to help others grow past their potential into their destiny. I love the, f the fact that I look on the back of the book and it says, have you ever looked at life and wondered why am I here? Or how did my life end up like this? What in the world happened to all the ambition and the drive that I had? Or have you ever thought, why me? All these questions we have asked at one point or another. We look at our lives and we don't recognize the reflection looking back at us in the mirror. We have hit rock bottom. And in this book, Rodney uncovers seven concepts that will take you from rock bottom to ridiculous breakthrough. And it's my honor and privilege to welcome my brother, my friend, my business partner, Mr. Rodney Benet. Welcome to Studio 22 Live.tv podcast. What's up, Rod? Wow, I had no idea who you were talking about. <laughs> I was looking to find out who it was. I'm definitely going to say, uh, first of all, thank you and kudos. Uh, if I ever want to come out, I'll make sure I'm going to have you as, uh, as, as an MC to make that come through. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic, man. I, listen, let me tell you something. I can't, I can't even be corporate with it, man. You did it, bro. You did it, man. You came up with this book. And let me tell you, man, I can't listen. I see the title and I cannot wait. I can't wait to read it. And I remember years ago, man, when we first met, when we first, first met, man, we were working in our network marketing company and we first kind of just connected, man. There was a a, a a connection that we had and we just been through thick and thin together, man. I just want to just say from the bottom of my heart, man, you have been there for me when I wasn't even there for myself you helped pull me through some through some very very tough times in my life bro and i will never never forget you for that you've always had a heart for people you've always been the type of person that was always there always i mean you're so smart you're so intelligent man and you you, you you're one of the toughest guys i mean that's why i like your email it used to be rhino rhino because you were like you like you got that thick skin man but i just want to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all you've done for me man and it's my honor and privilege to have you on the show today to talk about your new book, Rod. So tell everybody about yourself, man. Where you background? Um, where you from? Background. Born and raised Boston, Massachusetts, so it is true. Uh, everything Boston, everything New England. Uh, it is my, uh, my, I believe that thing. 
um, pretty much humble beginnings. We came up, uh, worked. I was in uh, the the I would say the project, if you will. But I was started off uh, in Manapan, Massachusetts, and uh, we migrated. We went to Hyde Park, Massachusetts. From there, uh, my dad pretty much worked hard. I uh, got us to the point where we were in private school uh, from from the crib through high school, um, and from there we pretty much kind of learning grew and understood some things on a different perspective, different levels, making some associations and learning some things. Um, life pretty much uh, hit me uh, at the age of 18, 19, and made them some decision to kind of walk away from what was normal to me. I uh, got married early. I went through about six and a half years as a corrections officer. Uh, from there, we kind of went through uh, some different situations, uh, life twist event, uh, what I call a plot twist, um, left the Boston, uh, due to some uh, some complicated situations, and I uh, found myself in Delaware in 2004. Uh, after that, we pretty much kind of uh, grew from there. Uh, was eventually uh, moving from you know working as a corrections officer into the customer service realm, um, and been there for a while. Um, had some network marketing connections and worked through there. Uh, and from that point, uh, pretty much kind of lived life and kind of made some associations some friendships, some uh, some connections that um, I have now. Uh, and uh, a little while ago, I, I, I listened to uh, the voice of God tell me it's time to put pen to paper and get the book out um, with the connection of um, uh, Pastor Monica Haskell uh, and with uh, PM University. Uh, we, we have a speakers association, We and I was able to kind of work that piece out. Uh, and now you have the book that's come up. So in a short synopsis, that's Rodney, um, 40 years in the making. Wow, man, that's incredible, man. And let me tell you, um, I definitely, just j- just by knowing you, man, I think we've been friends. How long have we been friends now, man? Uh, 2004, five, so probably about uh, a good 14 years. Oh, my goodness. That's the, it, what happened to the time, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the time? We are by so fast, man. Let's take let's just take a little bit back, man, to Boston. So you were born in Boston? Because I know your family is from, what, Haiti? My my mom and dad are from Haiti. Okay. Uh, my 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 sisters are from Haiti. My brothers, uh, my mom, uh, my brothers Curtis and friends uh, are uh, born and raised here. So I am the first male uh, with uh, for, for in the family. Right. Um, I have two sisters above me, two brothers below me. Uh, but again, we started off in um, Mattapan, Massachusetts, Mattapan, uh, um, Boston, Massachusetts, Mattapan area, and we pretty much. Um, uh, life grew from there. We went to again the uh, the, the private schools, and um, parents paid to make sure the tuition was right, paid to make sure the education was right, um, and we've migrated from there. Now, let me ask you this: with your parents, I mean, you got great parents. I mean, I definitely, uh, definitely love and respect your mom and your dad. But as a child, man, how 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 were your mom and dad, man? As far as how how important it was was education and family was to them? Wow. Um, my parents were, my parents are, uh, and were, uh, very strict in regards to edu- education. Uh, it was definitely a, a hard push, uh, to become better, to become stronger. Um, most folks will say, you know, I'm not from Boston because I don't carry a Bostonian accent. However, um, my parents made sure that, um, my diction was always right. My pronunciations were right. Um, I was always in the book. I was always learning because they knew that what was put into your head that's one thing someone can't take away from you. Now, whatever you do with sports, then you have something different. But if you if, if you allow yourself to learn and, and be able to grow 
uh, you'll be able to affect and do things that most folks can't because you're taking that information and you're not using it and you're applying it to everyday life. Absolutely, man. So was it, you know, so who was, who was the leader as far as your brothers and sisters? Hey, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we run, we run pretty even. Uh, okay. We're looking at, you know, uh, to, 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 to say, you know, the, the diplomat of the family, I would definitely say, uh, would be my brother friend. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I will probably, I've run Curtis as, you know, the, the, the soft spoken one, but again, um, he, he's always watching and learning. Um, Marlene is, uh, always uh, very intelligent when it comes to accounting and math and things of that nature. So all of us have our, our, our pieces pretty much. Uh, if you want to kind of put it together, let's say, uh, uh, if you want to go back old school, uh, we can say a uh, Voltron. There you go. Uh, we have five <laughs> like pieces. <laughs> now all five pieces individually, they're great, right? But you put them together, they're they're pretty much invincible. So nice. um, that's kind of how I would look at it. So let me ask you this: um, what what? You know, who was your biggest inspiration when you were younger, and who who had the biggest influence on you? Um, I have to say my dad. Uh, my dad was you know um, coming from Haiti, uh, humble beginnings. Uh, you would think uh, some folks would think you know it'd be impossible for him to to do what he does. Uh, but this is a gentleman who I can honestly say, uh, as long as I've been on the planet Earth, uh, he has not had to ask for anything outside of potentially a loan for the home that he now resides in. Uh, he worked hard. I uh, worked with odd man jobs, taxi cab driver, uh, worked at, you know, worked in, in regards to as an electronic technician. Um, and from there, he I mean, he had the drive, he had the, the goal, the desire, the gumption uh, to work hard and do what's necessary uh, to live, uh, to make sure the family was right. Uh, and with that, he kind of, he, he, he gave us, he was the ISIS with a velvet touch. He gave us the principles necessary to grow. He really didn't push too much, but he, he was one of the guys when it came to math, uh, his, his understanding, his, uh, his ability to be able to decipher information, mm. manipulate it and be able to think it through and kind of work the process through was what got me to start having a desire to hunger, uh, to learn, um, well, that's the sharpest student said no, but I was probably one of the hardest workers that you could find. Um, and and they, they they pushed me to make sure I became better. Would you say that you picked up on his work ethic? Um, he he's a gentleman who uh, four thirty in the morning he up man and he's 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 doing what he needs to do. Uh, he's driving on the highways and byways to get to work. Uh, and back by five thirty. Now, mind you, uh, when I was in high school, he would I would leave with him. He'd drop me off at school hop on the highway get to work and by the time I got off with the regards to sports and activities he'd go to where to pick me up uh, or I had to take the bus but he would work so hard and after that full day of work if I had questions in regards to math or questions in regards to homework as long as he was able to help he would say listen let's, let's figure it out I remember um, having a whiteboard at the, at the house and if he didn't drop me off at school he would leave math problems on the board for me to do by the time he got home. Mm. So he would make sure that I was fine to the skills in regards to math, in regards to analysis and understanding, and make sure that I was that much more in-depth in regards to um, at least knowing the pieces. So that's that work ethic is, is, is what I'm pretty much um, um, I have with me now. Awesome, 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 man. And you, definitely, you definitely can't lose with a father like that. I can tell yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what are three values, three main values that you feel that you picked up from your parents? Um, number one, uh, God first. No matter what situation you may look at, Amen. Um, God first is definitely going to be the foundation of everything else. 
Uh, number two, uh, family. Uh, on both sides of my um, um, of my family, uh, we have a deep, hard rooted, um, uh, heartfelt uh, desire to make sure the family unit remains together. Now we may argue, we may fight, we may complain, but when it comes down to a situation where we need family to jump in. Uh, by all means, you're going to have the family hop in and we're all going to get together and make it work. Um, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, we'll stand up with you and do whatever we have to do. Behind closed doors, we might have the conversation that we need to have with you, but you're going to know that above and beyond all things, family is always there. Um, so again, I would say um, God first, uh, family second, and lastly, um, hard work. Um, hard work beats uh, talent any day. Uh, they would definitely want you to work hard and push as hard as you can, no matter what it is. Uh, even if you fell, but you did your best and you gave your best, no matter what the situation was. Absolutely. And, how, and, and, and just in your opinion, how's it, how important is uh, character? Um, is as far as how important is that in the family, in business? You know, when you think about the word character, or what do you what do you most think of? Well, character pretty much is is it's a foundation. I mean, it's it's what makes uh, you who you are. Character is what stands up when nobody's paying attention. Integrity, character, values, they all pretty much kind of walk hand in hand in regards to um, the person that you are. Uh, when when hard times show up, uh, character shows his face. And you see where someone is based on what they've learned up to that point of that challenge. Um, so... Uh, character is, is, that, is that piece that makes you, um, it, it, it makes or breaks you. It, it exposes who you really are. Um, and uh, if, if your values are in place and your values are right, your, your, your morals are right, character all kinds of intertwine ties together to put you where you need to be. Absolutely. And I know that, um, you know, character is very, very important and has actually gotten you through some very, very tough times. So, you know, I, I, I definitely know you personally, but my but but my audience doesn't just I wanted to just talk about some of the one of the toughest times for you um, that you just felt like yeah you did hit rock bottom. And uh, how did you turn it around? Well, I mean, um Leaving Boston was one of the things I never thought I would do. Um, my, my, my heart beats Boston, as I tell you, um, and that's all I know. But uh, life turns around, and as, as I call it, in a plot twist, uh, and uh, serves you a, deck of, uh, a, hand, a hand that you probably didn't want to deal with. But as, as I looked at it, I said, you know what, I have to make a decision. I have to stand on two feet and, and make a move or be crushed in the process. So... Um, I had to look at what I needed to do. So I moved from Boston and back here in Delaware. And when I got to Delaware, it was, okay, um, do, do I lose the, the mindset that, that I've been given? Do I lose the, the, the teachings and the learnings that I've been given by my parents? Or do I just try to, you know, create, you know, do I follow, to follow suit and do what's necessary? It became more or less a... Um, I, I followed suit. You know, I, I worked hard. I, I, there was, I worked at, you know, Amazon, which was probably one of the hardest jobs to do. Yeah, um, but again, working at Amazon, crazy hours. Absolutely. Um, just to make ends meet. I remember um, my first Christmas after leaving Boston, um, I was uh, due to be in Boston for a short amount of time. And the rest of my, my brother and my sister were here. 
they stayed in Boston. I hopped on a Greyhound to get back to work because I had to be at work the day after Christmas. So while they're celebrating, having fun, I had to come back home. You know, and that was weird because I would, that's, I didn't know, I know the area, it was brand new to me, but because of character, because of what I was learning, because I, because of how, how I was built, I couldn't put myself in a situation where I didn't show that I was a hard worker. I didn't show that I was that individual that you can count on. I didn't show the person that would not make excuses and would stand up and do what we have to do to get it done. Absolutely. And, uh, so, I also, yep, go ahead. The next one will probably be, uh, 2009, uh, October 16th, 2009, I, I was, uh, in a relationship. I was married, uh, to a young lady and, um, God chose a different path. Um, and she, uh, she slipped away. Um, wow. And Sorry to hear that. I had to, I lived what's, what men say, what we say in, in, in our wedding vows. So definitely was part. And I can live that. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just words for me. On that day, October 16, 2009, everything, everything came crashing down. Um, but character and, 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 and integrity um, held me up to be able to go through the toughest times, to be able to still smile after all that is said and done, to be able to go through the hills and valleys that I went through emotionally, mentally, uh, physically, just not, not knowing what to do. But I had the support system of family. I had the support system of what I needed. But the more important piece was I had the character necessary to deal with the situation and be able to go through it, although it was hard, and learn. And be able to, again, at this point in time in life, still be able to smile, irregardless of what it looked like, but I still was able to. So um, those, are, those are two major uh, crossroads that I had to deal with that, that showed me that, you know what, character's not going to go by, it's not, not going to fall by the wayside. Um, as long as you continue to maintain, you stay in the ground. Uh, you let, you know, God do what he needs to do with you. At the same time, you stand tall, stand firm. Absolutely. I also do know that I just want to say, you know, definitely my condolences for that at that time. You know, of course, I was there with you as well through that process. And I'm telling you, just looking at you, see how you dealt with that just was inspiring for me. It really was. But the other thing I want to I am going to touch on with with a with a definitely with a, with a bit of delicacy is the fact that you, mm -hmm. I believe that you are a great father. But I know that, you know, personally, I know that you have some challenges, uh, but without getting into it too deep, um, how mm -hmm. how were you able to maintain? Um, because I know you got two beautiful sons, right? Yes. How are you how were you able to maintain having to leave Boston and leave your sons there, whatever the situation was? Because there's someone right now out there who doesn't have a relationship with their sons or they're trying to have a relationship with their sons. You know, what kind of advice would you give them and how were you able to do it and still be able to function knowing that your heart was was, was definitely there with, with with your boys? The one thing I can tell you is in regards to um the relationship with my sons is um to a certain degree we, we have some some distance uh, due to uh, me leaving Boston. Uh, they thought, you know, they think it's prematurely. They, they, they have certain feelings on it, and I can respect it. Uh, one thing I would say is um, love regardless of what the situation looks like. Uh, it takes a certain character, a certain type of individual to uh, stand up in regards to what you're facing. Because my, my bishop says, when I move by what we see, when I move by what we feel or hear, when we move by what we believe. If I believe that God's a God of restoration is going to change the situation, I have to, number one, stand firm in regards to what I face. 
I know that God's going to work through the situation, but I have to do my part. I have to be as consistent as possible. I have to be prepared when, when they pick up the phone and call. I'm, I'm ready to Amen. deal with the situation. So stand firm. Know the, know, know the word. Know what you know what you have. And if your love is true, it's genuine, it's pure, at the end of the day, it's going to surface. I was reading a book where um, they, they, they made a mistake in regards to ivory soap. And it wasn't supposed to be. They overcooked it a little while longer. And eventually what ended up happening is it floated to the top. The interesting piece about that was that one mistake led to ivory soap being what it is today. Mm. Being a brand that everybody knows about. But it was based on a mistake. Now, the interesting piece in regards to that is if we learn from our mistakes, if we allow, allow God to do what he needs to do in our lives, we'll be surprised at what he can turn as a mistake into a, into a brand name that most folks will not realize. We go through a lot of different bends and twists in life. We're not sure what happens. We're not sure what to do. Uh, trust in, 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 in the love that you have for your child. And allow time to happen because time is going to heal some things. It's going to cause a conversation to have to come into place. When that conversation comes into place, be prepared to have that conversation. Don't point fingers. But be prepared to say, listen, I understand. You're frustrated. You have the right to be. But let's talk like adults. Then at that place, everything else goes from there. Wow, that's a mouthful right there. And I hope that all of our listeners can just take heed and listen to that nugget. That he, this is a couple nuggets that he dropped in there. It's about personal responsibility and working on yourselves and being prepared and being ready. And just thank you for being transparent as well uh, on, yes, on that too, brother. I appreciate that as well. So talk. let's talk about when you've hit rock bottom, smile, you're not falling anymore. When did that concept come up? Was it a dream? Was it something you were always thinking about? And tell us, without giving us all the book, just give us a little snapshot of what the book is truly about. As if the title um, don't already tell you what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 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 the story itself is interesting. I was um, in Delaware uh, going through some situations. Uh, my second wife had passed, and I was just, just going through some ups and downs. Um, I walked into church, and, and, and as, as you'll learn in the book, uh, my brother Sean said to me, you good? Now, anyone who knows Sean knows that he is by far probably one of the uh, most uh, animated individuals that we have at the church. And uh, he grabbed my hand and said, you good. And I looked, I, I glanced at him and glanced away and I said, I'm good. But he felt and he knew that I wasn't. And I couldn't look back at him because I had to tell the truth. Because it was a hard situation for me. I was going through a lot of situations, a lot of problems. A lot of challenges, so to speak, um, and I didn't know how to how to address them. I didn't know what was going on, but I I cleaned up well. So I got into you know I I got into the shower and got you know got dressed and went to church and I I put on the mask and I was able to laugh at certain things and folks really didn't know what I was going through because again I kept it quiet. But Sean shook my hand and he held on to my hand and said, "No, Doc, for real, you good?" And when I realized he wasn't going to let go, and I had to turn my face and look at him. Tears start streaming because I wasn't. I was broken. I didn't know how to deal with certain situations. I didn't know how to flow. I didn't know how to how to address it. I just all I knew that I was taught by mom was get to the church house and you might you find a word that's going to help you get through at least the three four days. Get the Bible so you can learn something else that's going to get you through the next three to four days. So I did what I knew. 
And that day, he pulled me aside. Someone took over his post. And I broke that, and I told him what was going on. And he, he prayed with me. He gave me some strength and some, 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 some tools to use. And because of that, um, I learned some perspective. I learned some things either through network marketing, either through uh, what I went up and up through uh, with uh, uh, network marketing, with friends, with, with seminars I went through. And I so I sat back and I started looking at what I need to do to get out of my situation. And the more I looked at it, the more I started focusing, the more I started realizing there were seven particular steps that I took to get me out of my, get me from where I was to a better spot. There were certain things I needed to figure out. And I, I went through those specific things. They shifted my thinking. And once my thinking changed, I was able to not stand where you are now. He sees book being produced, book being put in situation that I'm, that I'm in now. Wow. That is, man, that's just Thank you for sharing that, bro. You got me over here just feeling that because there's a lot of times that people, like you said, they're 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 not good. But the fact that you had you were you were in part of an environment that at least cared enough to even ask, that was the key and that allowed you to be able to, you know, birth this book. So man, and we appreciate you because of trust me, I know how God works. He I always believe that he works not to people, but he works through people. And I know he does work through you as several times. And you know, when we used to uh hang out back in Maryland days, remember back in Maryland, and you used to always say, Man, I got something to tell you, but now you better write this down because I'm not gonna be, I ain't sure whether I'm gonna be able to say this again. <laughs> and yes, some sir. of the people yes, who know sir. Rodney, he'll tell you that. Okay, hold on, he'll be on the phone with you. And the thing is that what I love about you is that you always had a you have never had a problem pouring into people even though you even you were going through yourself but you pushed through and that's why i think it's just i i admire you so much for that man so yeah i'm looking forward to so is this book officially out or uh, can you can people order it or what well we're in the last final stage of publication okay. um everything's starting to move uh pretty swiftly now uh, we're about to get on a couple of different uh different sites where we can you can actually order it uh, what I will do is, uh, as soon as everything gets gets finalized, I'll let you know so you can definitely let the listeners know when to go uh, grab the book. But I can honestly tell you, uh, if you've ever been in a situation where you didn't know what your next move was, you had no idea, you were uh, your, your back was against the ground, and you're looking at say, how did I get? How do I bounce back from this situation? Um, the book would be definitely what you need because of certain important pieces. One example that we give in the book is. Uh, know where you are. A lot of times, and we 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 we, uh, we we fool ourselves to believing that we're somewhere that we're not. And in most G, in, in most uh, navigation systems, you can give the point of destination, but they're going to ask you the point of origin. And people have become so accustomed to um, relying upon GPS to give them the location, they forgot where they were. So if I know where I am, and I'm honest with where I am, you know what? I, I I don't have a college degree. I don't have my bank accounts empty. The car that I drive is not commensurate to me being where I'm where I need to be. I'm not health-wise. I'm not where I am. I, I can actually take a realistic picture of where I am. I can now look and put a destination point and know the, the specific this distance that I need to go. But if I don't know that information, but if I fool myself saying I'm somewhere that I'm not, along the way you'll be exposed. So let's not put ourselves in a situation where we 
we're fooling ourselves, let's be honest. And when we're honest with where we are, everything else from that standpoint forward helps us move where we need to be to get to that end destination that we're looking for. So those several different simple simple little little nuggets that we use, uh, either through uh, uh, through what we've learned through seminars, what we've learned through teaching, what we've learned through different individuals, we learned some some amazing things, and those things helped us be where we are today, uh, to be to the point where we are in Austin, to be the point where we're, we're connecting with folks who are stretching us past our limitations and putting us in a place where we can actually learn it here and do better because we're because of uh, the the fact that we're willing to break of our rock bottom experience. You heard it. That's the author of "When You Hit Rock Bottom." Smile. Why? Because you ain't falling anymore. <laughs> Mr. Rodney yes, Benet, I appreciate you. So I do understand that I have some, I think you have some congratulations in order. Uh, I was on Facebook and I had to kind of, so I was scrolling through and I just happened to, whoa, whoa, oh, oh, pull that back. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Look like a ring right there. Look like a ring right there. So I did want to say congratulations, my brother, man. You know, just, just, just tell me, just tell me all about your beautiful fiance. Uh, where can I start? Um, I can tell you this. Uh, when, when you see, when you, when you bump into destiny, you're not sure, you, you normally you're not sure what it looks like. And I bumped into her a little, when I say by accident, I promise you by accident, let me tell you different, but, um, I'm, I, we do media together at a uh, prevailing church international. And, um, I was there five years and I, I know. Shout out to Prevailing much, Church International, my fault. But of course, <laughs> uh, under, the, under the leadership of Bishop, Bishop Matthew C. Haskell Man, and Pastor it. Monica Haskell, there you go. Uh, two of the most amazing people, my my spiritual parents um, that, that have, have poured into me more than I can. I promise you, uh, you come out there, you'll be surprised at how you come out. But um, I'm sitting there and out of the blue, I just bumped into her and I was going through a transition. And as we bumped into each other, we started start, just started talking. I had a couple of projects that I was working on. And I wanted uh, some insight because she had been in that arena. And the the projects kind of took the back seat and we saw that we had a lot of things in common. And the more we started talking, the more we started developing. And I can tell you, um, I, I'm grateful for uh, the person who she is, for being so genuine, being so real. Uh, when you have someone who wants to pray with you when situations look crazy and pray for you in the midst of the crazy situations, mm it makes a difference. When you have someone who's willing to uh, push you, in regards to when you think you might fall back, so you know what, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Uh, part of, if, if, if this book is going to be manifested, I have to give credit to the person who pushed when I didn't want to. Mm. I got to the point, I said, you know what, yeah, this might be too much of a, of a task to take, but she would then take pieces. For example, I was going to a conference in Ohio, and we were driving, and I, was, I sat in the back seat, I said, you know what, while this is working, let me go ahead and sit down and start typing up a good part of the book because I'm not driving. And I opened up the laptop and the screen is cracked. Oh, wow. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. There's no way I have the first three to four chapters of this book already typed. Everything's ready, good to go. I should be, by the time I should get back, by the time I get back home, I should be pretty much done with the book. Right. And we get to our, 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 our first, um, stop and I call her and she says, what can I do to help get this to pass? What do you need me to do? Mm. How can I help 
get this vision to come to pass. And I said, you know, outside of you getting me an HDMI cord to the hotel and see if that works to be able to move them. And I'm thinking strategically, not realizing, saying, what else can I do to help make this happen? Mm. And we started working and started pulling things together. She was an integral part in regards to the book cover, bios getting done, logos, I mean, you name it. Um, but again, being the driving force. Um, sometimes, I, again, I, I get into my own feelings, but she put looks past those feelings and said, well, you know what? What can we do? We work as a team and figure some things out. So I made the decision after an amazing uh, men's conference at uh, Prevailing Church International. I said, I could, everything was moving well. Life was making starting to make sense. All the chess pieces were starting to make sense. The puzzle was starting to come together. But the one thing that was missing was her. Mm. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I'm not going to live the rest of my life without making sure that the queen of the heart is there. And she said yes. Um, so I am uh, definitely excited at this new chapter of my life. Um, uh, comes with some interesting changes and challenges. But again, we're learning how to, as we grow. But I can also say that where I am right now wouldn't be half as where I am right now if it weren't for, number one, my parents, two, my spiritual parents, uh, but more importantly, uh, the woman in Shanika Moore. Shanika Moore, and I tell you, I, I, I went big shout out to you and looking forward to have, having her on the show as well, hopefully. And uh, she's an author, coach, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur, and so much, so much more. And she's going to be yeah. the future Miss Bonet. <laughs> and uh, just just a respectable. I mean, I love the website. I love what she's doing. Uh, you know, with event planning and everything that she's doing. Also, just all the phenomenal things, man. So, just congratulations to both of you and just m much success. And looking forward. Make sure I get an invitation, bro. Make sure I get an invitation. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to her as well, man. So, yeah. So, so this is this is just such a, a special. Um, special night for me tonight to be able to interview my friend. I mean, I, you know, you've done some great things. We've done some great things together, but the friendship has been just so solid. And, and again, uh, I'm just so proud of you, man, because you really are doing it. I was just showing your book to, my, you know, our our mutual friend, Mr. Jervey, today. He was here doing a show earlier, and I tell you, he was he was blown away. He said, is that Rodney Benet? I said, yeah, that's Rodney Benet. That's, that is the Rodney Benet. Got a brand new book, man. So, so let me just ask you this, man. How can people, when, when people, um, when you actually get done the book and everything, um, what's going to be on your, you know, agenda? What's going to be on your goals list for, for, for the next two years? Wow. Um, uh, definitely, uh, next few years, I, I have an amazing opportunity with the Speaks Association. And, uh, there's a special shout out to Pastor Monica Haskell, who has put together PMU on the Speakers Association. We're speaking in Dubai, uh, with an empowerment, um, conference that we have out there. Um, oh, whoa, 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 You don't just fly by that, okay? You said two <laughs> things, Pastor Monica and Dubai. They go together yes, like, you know, bread and water. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes, they go yes, together. Sir. Dubai, that's amazing, man. She's doing such uh, great things. Wow. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've learned so much uh, from sitting on her tutelage. She's amazing. And just learning. Um, I promise you, uh, anyone who is looking to uh, change the perspective and, and actually be empowered, the baddest empowerment coach that I know in this on this planet, I would have to say, is Pastor Monica Hassel, um, and she's given some opportunities for us to be able to uh, kind of learn and glean from her and kind of give what we've been what we've been poured into. Um, we also have uh, Shanika Moore, uh, who is doing an amazing, amazing bounce back 
conference in LA on uh, April 21st. Nice. In Wilmington, Delaware. I can honestly tell you, if you have the time, if you don't have the time, rearrange the schedule. You don't want to miss the day. Uh, we have uh, some amazing things happening on that particular day. Uh, and uh, Shanika, Shanika Moore and I are putting together a conference for the last quarter of the year. Uh, and pretty nice. much, gonna, pretty much uh, the, the mindset is going to be man in the mirror. Uh, so nice. kind of looking at that perspective over there. So there's a lot of moving things that are happening. So the goal is within the next couple of years uh, to launch, uh, God willing, a, a second book, uh, a couple of uh, other, things, uh, other speaking engagements to create uh, a foundation where we're able to kind of build to help, help people who are in a, in a rock bottom phase kind of grow from that place and know exactly what to do and how to move and how to grow, how to become better. Um, definitely be, be part of the Speakers Association and grow with that, being able to dictate time and be able to have fun and help people build. My biggest thing, as you know, my heart, my heart is always making sure that um, I'm a motivator for those who don't know, those who, who, who are trying to figure out their way through, trying to kind of get through the, the bumps in the road, not sure how, uh, to be able to pull them up and be able to help them get on their feet and kind of work their process through and push them along the way and kind of get them to where they need to be, where they can see success on the horizon. Because I believe, my firm belief, if you see success on the horizon, you can taste it, you can feel it, you can touch it, you can even hear it, you can smell it, you're going to work that much harder to get there. Yeah. You can make that happen, so uh, that's what it's going to be. But for the most part, again, a um, couple of speaking engagements on God willing another book to come out. We have a couple of things we're looking to do to make some major impact in the world. Absolutely. And let me just ask you this. What kind of advice would you give someone who really doesn't know what their purpose is or who had challenges with self-esteem or they're going through so much? They actually have hit rock bottom. What kind of advice would you give them right now to get them to turn around? Les Brown says when you, when you hit the if, if you can look up, you can get up. Um, so I get to a place where um, you, you find what your why is. I think the biggest thing a lot, a lot of times we, when we stop dreaming, we stop believing, we stop understanding what our why is. If the why is a tangible thing, if there's a monetary piece, more than likely you're going to find a wall that's going to, you're going to smack into a wall. That's pretty much all it is. But once it's more than the, more than the monetary, and you can find the heart of what the matter is, the heart of what makes you tick, if you will. You find that thing that passion, that drive, that heartfelt thing that, 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 that wakes you up at night and gets you to the point where you're writing in a notebook or that that makes you uh, stay up at night. You can't sleep. Okay? Uh, that puts you in a, in a mindset where I'm going to go through a brick wall if I have to to make sure this is done. Find that why. And I promise you that why is going to be the, the adrenaline you need to get through the difficult times. Because I remember what, listening to Inky Johnson, he said, you know, he was training with his dad. His dad said, pull that other person out of you. He said, what do you mean? He said, pull that other person out of you. Because when you're facing a, an obstacle, a difficult situation, a hard deal, and, and, and it's, it's feeling like it's bigger than you, there's something inside of you that wants to, that, that needs to come out, that's been fighting to come out, to get to the next place, to get to the next phase, to, to, to break out. Find that person. And once you find that person, I can promise you, when you look back at life and wait a minute, that's what I was scared of? I didn't realize it was smaller than what it was. So again, find find out why, find a desire, find that person needs that drive, that that the the animalistic quote unquote as uh, Marshall said, the beast mode inside of you, turn the switch on. 
And once that switch is turned on and you see that you're laser focused and you have that, that rhino skin and you're able to deal with the situation as it is, you'll break through and you'll be surprised at what happens on the back end. My bishop says this, God gives you more on your way than when you get started. Get started. I don't care if it's, if it's five minutes, I don't care if you have to go to the library, I don't care if you can't read, whatever it is, get started. Find somebody, find a mentor, find someone who you can lean to who has what you want and hold on to. Listen, I'm not letting you go until I have what you have. But have the hunger, have the desire to get up from the from your book, from your your uh, your rock bottom place. Cause we get too comfortable, we get to the fetal position and we just take the beating as we as, as it comes. But the reality of it is, if you're willing to stop stop taking the beating of life, if you're willing to stop taking the the numbness of the anesthesia of the hits of life. The shortcomings, the failures, the, the mistakes that you've made and realize those are only building blocks to get you where you need to get to, you'll be surprised at how close you are. So the only thing, only difference between those who have won, those who have lost, they got up one more time. So get up one more time, dust yourself off, lick your wounds and get ready to get back in the fight again. And once you do that, Bob Bottom will be different for you. You heard it first from my friend, entrepreneur, business owner, author of, I'm going to put it out there, of the future number one New York Times best-selling book, When You've Hit Rock Bottom, Smile, You're Not Falling Anymore. Seven concepts that will take you from rock bottom to ridiculous breakthrough. My friend, Mr. Rodney Benet, you heard it first on the Still 22 Live.tv podcast. Brother, thank you so much. Much success to you. Make sure I get my copy as soon as you get done. <laughs> Shout out to you and uh, your future, Miss Shanika Moore. And I just so I'm just really, really proud of you, man. And I really look forward to seeing you and this thing just going all over the world. And listen, I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage in Dubai, my brother. Yes, sir. Definitely appreciate you for the time. I can honestly tell you, those, those who don't know, uh, Mr. Fred Fitzgerald uh, has a gentleman who has a harder goal. So if I'm only, if you if, if you can give me those accolades, I have to return the same accolades back to you. Because when situations look difficult and look hard, if I dialed 10 numbers and you answered the phone nine times out of 10, you're, finally, you're asking two questions. Where are you? And how do I get there? So you're able to help him kind of work the situation up, kind of help me to become better. Uh, you sharpened up the accent. You got me to the point where I'm able, actually able to understand and learn. I've learned from you as much as you've learned from me. And it's a humbling thing to hear you say those accolades. Because again, I just started. But I definitely thank you for what it is. I thank you for what you, what you continue to do uh, with Series 22. And with all endeavors, I wish you all the best. It's been a pleasure, sir. I appreciate you for what you do. Appreciate you, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this book come out. And listen, man, I'll talk to you later, all right? Yes, sir. Have a one. Have a good one. God be blessed, man. i talk to you. We have a few announcements this week, a um, couple of events. We have the Bounce Back Conference coming on April 21st, 2018. That's going to be next Saturday. Dr. Shanika Moore, she shared that with me, and the tickets are $25. You can get more information by going to www.shoneika.com. It's the ISSA Vibe Live at the Queen Hip Hop Soul Edition. 
featuring my brother Richard Raw, who was on the podcast as well, as well, doing some phenomenal things. And my little cousin, Paulie De Niro and Richard Raw with the Word Warrior Band. That's next Saturday at 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. at the Queen. Check out Sweet Fran Sean's radio show every Wednesday on Soul Opera with Sweet Fran Sean. That's every single Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can get that information. So Opera Radio uses music and poetry to tell stories of love and happiness with inspirational dialogue with his host, my friend, Sweet Friend Sean, who's going to be coming up on episode number 45. Check her out every single week. Also, my friend Rob Moore has a fundraiser uh, for the association. They're going to be doing a car wash and fish at the Learning Foundation. That's Saturday, April 28th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. The Learning Foundation, 800 Maryland Avenue, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, you can also donate uh, by going to the Facebook page, and you can donate for that association. And uh, Rob's doing some phenomenal things. He's also working on the play with my sister. And I just got some information from my sister that all the roles for her play, This Is My Life, have been filled. So there are, there are no more auditions. There, Everybody's filled up, so then they're now moving forward with the play. So... I'm excited to work with them and work with my sister and offer some consultative advice uh, from a me- using my media background and a couple films that I did. So I'm excited about that. So, but there are no more roles uh, for that. So if you didn't get a chance to audition, uh, it's, it's, it's over now. Now you got to go to the play and check it out. So that's all the announcements we got for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to 22 livetv At the end of every episode, when you listen to the Studio22Live.tv podcast, you're always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of your day, the rest of your week, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is simply this. If we can make people better, then we'll make better people. Thank you so much for listening to the Steel22Live.tv podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to all the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Tune into the show every Friday, every single week, and don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Studio22LiveTV. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and our YouTube channel, and you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments and suggestions at 610-466-5461 and we will share them on the show we are seeking sponsors for each one of our episodes and if you have any events that you want us to promote just contact us by email at studio 22 live tv at gmail.com thanks again for tuning in to the studio 22 live.tv podcast have a great week always positive always 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 always